0: Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to the Inspired Choices Network. I am Kathy Cook-Noble, and I am your host for this show, Financially Speaking, which I'm excited to have you here tonight. We are going to be talking about success, and I've been thinking a lot about success, and I want to share some thoughts with you, and I'd like to get your thoughts as well, so please feel free to join us in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com, or give us a call from the American Friends, one 880 8255 or our Canadian friends are at 1613 800 8736. So, I am a financial advisor and a bookkeeper, and most people think that sounds kind of boring because it's all about numbers. And you know, some days it can be a little bit boring, but uh, for, the, for the most part, it's a lot of fun because the numbers get to be plugged in and spit out, and they tell you the picture of your business or the picture of your finances at any point in time. So that's kind of fun. However, um, I got I get a lot of questions about whether or not there's, people are successful. And it got me thinking about how do people measure success? Because I think in North America especially, we're subject to a lot of what we see on TV and what we hear on, you know, different radios and satellites and uh, what you see on Netflix and all these other medias that have this influence on you and there's so much information on the internet that we just can't possibly get through that. But I get I get this a lot and a lot of people, of course, when they talk to me, because I'm usually the one they talk to about money, um, their success seems to revolve around money. And I got me thinking, you know what, if that's the measure of success, um, frankly I think we're in a little bit of trouble as a nation. Because if we're only looking at money, then we we could be missing out and likely are missing out on a lot of other really great things that are happening. So tonight I just have that question that keeps coming up for the last few weeks for me. And I wanted to ask you, how do we measure it? Is it only financial? Uh, so To me, success is a very subjective term. And a lot of people measure it with a whole lot of different ways. And the way that seems to be the easiest is, through finances. Now I suggest that the financial measurement is really just a scorecard. Because when you talk to people that you you view as successful in business, and we're going to talk about some of those people tonight too. But when you think of people like a you know Warren Buffett or Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates um or Oprah Winfrey, people like that, and you think, wow, they're so successful and they're so wealthy. Those two things seem to go together. But I would suggest if we talk to them tonight that they would say Money does not make them successful. The money just gives them a score to keep track of it. So you get to a point in life where you don't need that many cars. You don't need that many houses. You can only travel the world so many times. And there's only so many private planes you can take or fancy yachts you can take. And you get to a point where that's really just the scorecard. So with success, I want to talk about what is success really? Now, anyone that watches Oprah... Or sees it or reads any of her stuff. She talks a lot about being the the best person that you can possibly be, and helping others. and And I found as I was doing a little bit of homework on this, that seems to be the general theme for the people that have all this money. And I thought, gee, you know what? If we look at them, and we're thinking, oh, they're so successful because they have so much money, and they're looking at themselves and each other, and they're thinking they're successful because they're very generous and they're maxing out the potential that they have and they're helping other people max out the potential that they have and they're giving money back and they're doing good things with it, then I, I thought, you know, is not ironic that what we look at success with the money that they have and they have the money and they're not looking at money as the success at all. For sure, it's a scorecard and it doesn't mean they didn't do well in business. But uh, some people inherit money. Does that make them successful? You have, um, the Hilton chain of, of hotels and the family there has become very successful for generations. Are they successful because they happen to have that last name or are they just lucky because that's where they were born and they inherited money? It doesn't make them more happy. It doesn't make them more fulfilled. It doesn't give them a better station in life than, than us. It, it just gives them more money. So I just thought that was really interesting to, to talk about success. So let me know where you are on how you measure success and how do you define it? One of the definitions I came up with, which I thought was kind of neat, is success is knowing that what you are doing is helping you and others lead a better, happier, healthier life. And I thought that's pretty cool. It means creating a business that empowers customers, employees, and community in equal measure. And equal measure was the key that stuck out to me because it wasn't that – profitable or it wasn't self-serving more than another it was equal which means we're doing good things for other people and we happen to do good things for our families and ourselves too so that was my probably my favorite definition that i came across um but what does success mean to you and i think that that is another thing that we have to look at so we get so caught up in the day of keeping up with the kardashians or reality TV this, or sad, tragic news on every channel you turn to. And we get caught up with that, that we forget that there are lots of successes that happen throughout the day. And a lot of people, right this time of year, got me thinking about it, because my second oldest uh, daughter graduated from college uh, last week, and I got thinking, that's a great success. And I'm super proud of her, and I think it's fantastic that she she's finished the program and she walked across the stage and she's graduated and that's a success. And do we celebrate those kind of successes? So this time of year, there's a lot of people participating in great successes of graduating from school or maybe not graduating from school, but graduating from the grade that they're in and, and advancing to the next grade, or maybe they're getting accepted into a college or university or trade school and they're moving on to that in September, or maybe they're done school and they found a job and they've, landed that success. And that's another big success. And I just got thinking about it. If we're not celebrating all these successes, are we happy? And how do we get to that point? And this might sound really strange coming from a numbers person. But the reality of it is that making money is easy. There's lots of money out there. The, the world's full of lots and lots of money. And you can go get it if you want it. You can find it. You can invest. You can make it. You can get a job. Uh, you can inherit it. You can win it in the lottery. There's money everywhere. But there's a lot of really unhappy people and when you hear about people that are, are are suffering from mental illness or having all kinds of challenges and it doesn't seem to matter how much money they have, then you can see that that's really not the measure of success. And that's really what I wanted to talk about tonight was the last couple of weeks we had a couple tragic um, suicides in the news with some, some famous people that had lots and lots of money and suffered from other other issues. And you wonder, you know what, they were successful financially, for sure they were. And you would, for, I think you couldn't argue that they weren't successful in their career because they certainly were that. And I just look at it and I think, you know what, there's a lot of success happening right around us in our own families, with our own neighbors, and our own friends. And that's what I really wanted to celebrate tonight because there's so much negativity out there. And on the Inspired Choices Network, it's so uplifting when you listen to different shows like um Christine MacGyver's and you hear all the 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 great things that can happen in the world and you listen to other shows that bring you down that are on TV and I think, wow, there's just so much good news out there. Why are we not talking about it? Why are we not celebrating it? So rather than being stressed out because the market was down again today or because there is potential sell-off or there might be trade wars or whatever is happening in the news, let's focus on some good stuff. Like There's a lot of people that are graduating from school and college and university and getting jobs this, this week and last week and next week. And there's a lot of successful people out there doing a lot of great things. So how do we, su- how do we define success ourselves? Because I think every one of us has a different definition and something speaks to you differently. We all have core values, whether or not we know it, whether or not we talk about it, whether or not they're written down. Uh, I have mine written down and look at them regularly. They're written in my day timer so I can look at them anywhere when I'm sitting somewhere and just, re- you know, remind me of If I'm lost focus on whether I want to do something or if something doesn't feel quite right, then I look at my core values and and the question is, does it fit or doesn't it? And if it it doesn't fit, then we move on past. Thank you. Let's find something else to do. And it's that easy. And then that helps eliminate your stress because there's a lot of people that uh, they obsess about a decision or they worry that they upset somebody or they didn't make the right decision or they made the wrong decision or they didn't make the right decision, you know, again, or whatever the case may be. And stress is a, as we talked about in a, a previous show, stress has a, a serious impact on our health, not to mention, um, our finances too because then we get stressed out and we start making rash decisions sometimes and we spend money and then we stress about spending the money and then we stress about not having money and we stress that we have too much money and I know a lot of you out there are thinking really people do but yeah of course they do because then people that have a lot of money they're stressed because do people like me because of me or do they like me because I have money do they like me because they think I have money do they like me because my last name's a certain name like you know Hilton or Disney or whatever case may be and that's the kind of stuff that everybody has stresses over different things. So I just thought it was kind of interesting, all the conversations I've had the last couple of weeks with people. And it all seems to come back to me and in my mind about how we look at each other and how we support each other and how we actually define success. And I know there's an awful lot of us out there that are competing with the neighbor and, uh, you know, the old saying, keep up with the Joneses. But the reality is they're doing the same thing. And isn't that funny that we're trying to keep up with our neighbor and they're trying to keep up with us? And, and little <laughs> little do we know that what they're doing is only because of what we're doing and then we're doing that. So we just keep perpetuating this crazy cycle. So I just thought it was kind of interesting um, the last couple weeks, the conversations with people. So the question, so, some of the questions that you, you, know, you think about are what is being successful? So being successful it means the achievement of desired visions and planned goals. Furthermore, success can be certain social status that describes a uh, prosperous person that could also have gained fame for his favorable outcome. So the dictionary des- des- describes success as attaining wealth or prosperity and or fame. And I think, wow, really? Like, first one is attaining wealth. And that seems to be the way that we look at it. Now, I think of somebody like Mother Teresa. We've all heard of her. She took a vow of poverty. Um Fairly successful woman, I would argue. I don't think anybody could argue that she wasn't a success. She certainly wasn't wealthy. She certainly didn't have multiple houses. She didn't drive lots of cars. She didn't have fancy clothes and fancy jewels. She didn't take trips all around the world to travel and buy stuff. Um, she was, I would say, one of the original minimalists and uh, had a vow of poverty to help others. And I look at somebody like Mother Teresa and I, and I think, wow, what a huge success. But she doesn't fit the definition that a lot of us in North America look at success with dollars and cents. So I just thought that was a, a neat, neat idea to say, you know what, let's look at success and see how it really works. So how important is it to be successful in life? And once we know what our success is, how do we go about achieving it? So to be successful in life, we have to meet and realize our goal and before that, we actually have to set goals. So how many of us out there actually set goals? I mean, pen to paper or keyboard, fingers to keyboard, and we type it out. What are, how many of us have, have written our goals out for this year in 2018 to say, you know what? I want to achieve a certain weight by a certain day, and that to you will be success. Or I want to achieve a certain um, physical uh, workout schedule. And if I can do two or three days a week, whatever the case may be, then that's your measure of success. So how many of us have written goals? And for those of you that do, that's fantastic. I think that is a success because now you have something you're focusing on. It keeps motivated and you see them every day. For those of you who don't have written goals, I would would suggest you try it, you know, just as a challenge. See if you write them out, how that makes you feel. And when you achieve them, how does that make you feel when you actually check that off the list? Whether it's just you know, replacing your wardrobe, you know, with cooler hipper clothes, or whether it's taking a, a walk in nature once a week, Whenever, whatever your goals are, once you get them and you meet them and you check that off the list, how does that make you feel? So tonight we're going to be talking about success. We're going to be talking about what it looks like. I'm going to share with you some people that we all think is successful and how they got there. And we're going to talk about different areas in our life that we can be successful and how that all fits in with our finance because at the end of the day, we are listening to Financially Speaking. So we're going to take our first break and come back and talk about success. You are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we will continue to talk about success and how is it. it's not just a choice, but how do we measure it? And we will be right back.
0: Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookKeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back everyone. I am Kathy Cooknoble on the Inspired Choices Network and you are listening to Financially Speaking. And today our show topic is about success. And my question is, what is success? How do you measure it? Is it only financial? Um, and I know from a financial show, you would think that I'm all about that being financial, but I actually think more to it than that. And one of the def- personal definitions of success I came across, which I thought was really cool, is it says success is a relative term. If you achieve what you want to and are happy, then you are successful. It could be applied to life in general or to an individual task in life, like a college student with a mobility impairment. So achieving personal goals, whatever they may be, is equal to success. And I think that's kind of neat because far too often we have these huge huge goals, which I'm all for. I think it's fantastic. Set great goals and big goals and, and aim for them for sure. But we set these goals and if we don't hit the goals, then we're upset or we're mad at ourselves or we're disappointed and we forget to give ourselves credit for all the successes that happen along the way. And we look at all these sports um, figures and Olympic athletes and singers and actors and, and and it seems like the celebrities of that nature are the ones that get the most attention and you look at them and you think, Oh, wow, you know, wasn't that easy and overnight, overnight success. And in terms of winning a gold medal or winning, you know, the uh, Stanley Cup or whatever the case may be. And I think, wow, you know what? The struggle that goes on behind that and the sacrifice and the hours of practice and the hours of, of study or, um, for different doctors or scientists that become so great in their field that there's studying and reading and sacrifice and and parties that they've missed, but they've really honed their craft and become very, very good at what they do. And they've become successful. And successful meaning that, you know, of course, they've probably made a lot of money, but they've also become an expert in their field. They've also become highly regarded. They've also become personally happy and satisfied because they've been able to contribute to the world. And I think really that's what we want to focus on when we talk about success i get asked like i mentioned before i get asked a lot about success um you know being successful and it's usually monetary when it when you're talking to an advisor or a bookkeeper because it's usually what we talk about is money and the biggest one i'm getting lately is about um you probably all heard that uh, the cannabis act was passed in um, canada and marijuana will be legal october 17th this year so I get a lot of questions about that and uh it's it's so funny to me in an ironic way that the success financial success is being equated to uh the cannabis industry and uh the potential with it which um I mean I'm certainly not discounting I'm I have no opinion on it from an advisor point of view because I'm I'm not biased whatsoever um but there's certainly I see pros and cons to it. And I see a lot of excitement in the, on the Canadian side right now with, um, with that becoming legal. So I do get a lot of questions from people. I, almost every day I would say is how, how are you going to score the success in, uh, making money in the cannabis industry? And, uh, I just think that's really funny that that's a measure of success right now that people ask me about. Um, <clears throat> when I was looking for relation, re- what's related to success and happiness, I came across this really cool, uh, definition. It says success is being content, happy, and satisfied with who you are and continuously striving and challenging yourself to be the best person you can be. And I thought that is really a great definition of success, to be content, happy, and satisfied with who you are and continuously striving and challenging yourself to be the best person you can be. And I thought, isn't that great? Wouldn't that be nice? Can you imagine, especially with all the negativity in the press lately, if everyone in the world strived To be the best person that they can be and they were choosing to be content happy and satisfied with who they were but constantly improving wouldn't that be quite a world and i just think that would be really uh i personally think it would be very neat to see and i'd be very supportive of seeing it but um everyone has their own opinions on success that's for sure uh so how can we be successful in life um What are some of the tips that we could get if we focus on commitment, not motivation? If we seek knowledge instead of results? If we make the journey fun, so set your goals and be outrageous. That's awesome because that's fun too, but enjoy the journey on the way. So it's not just about a four-year degree that you're doing, and at the end of the four years, we're going to celebrate and high-five you and say, good job, and then what's next? It's going to be every year when you complete that year and every course that you complete. Enjoy the journey, the learning, and all that great information that you're taking in. And you're going to do something with it in your brain to make it come out, to make this world a better place. So I think that's pretty important for us to think about, too. And there's lots of habits that we can guarantee your, your future and your failure and your success. So you want to always be planning. Because if we're not planning, then we're just kind of running around hoping that we hit a target somewhere, but we really don't know what our target is. So, just some tips on how to be successful and how, you know, maybe how to achieve achieve your dreams. So, first thing I would suggest is dream it. Everything begins in the heart and the mind. If you have a dream, dream it. Don't be afraid. It's not too big. It's not silly. It's not too out there. I, I mean, Elon Musk. If you talk to him. He's got a car floating around in space right now. So he dreams it and he dreams it big. And you could argue that, oh, that's crazy. That's ridiculous. It's never been done. It can't be done. It's never been done before. That just means it hasn't been figured out yet. So keep dreaming and make these dreams big and and commit to them. Believe it. You have to believe you can do it. You have to believe that it's possible. You have to believe you have the skills. And if you don't have... The resources, then you can find the people, the resources are out there, or you can create the resources if that's the case, um, where you're somebody like an Elon Musk, you know what, he'll create it himself if he doesn't know where it is. And Elon Musk didn't start out as a billionaire. He created that because he dreamed really, really big. And then he believed it, he saw it, he did it, and he dedicated himself to it. And I think he celebrates some successes along the way because he's had quite a few in terms of his business success. And I think you'd find his success, he would also say his success is his five sons, which um, he schedules time and makes sure he spends time with them. So, all these people that we see in the news, we only see the little snippet of it. And I want to talk about some of those people because um, I don't, it kind of concerns me when I hear people talking about certain celebrities or certain famous people. And I'm like, you know, there's a whole lot more to them than the hair and makeup and what you see on TV. So, let's see how else we can achieve our dreams. So, we're going to dream it, that we'll, we're going to believe it, we're going to believe it can happen. We're going to see it. And so, I know this is radio so you can't see me, but if you could, you'd see that I was I was tall. And by tall, I'm just over 5'11. So, I used to like basketball and I was a Michael Jordan fan. I mean, how can you not be the guy who was a fantastic basketball player? And I remember on an interview him saying that he sees the ball go in the net every shot he takes so before he releases that ball he sees it go in the net he sees the ball scoring he sees or he sees himself scoring he sees the ball going into the net and he sees that every that play happen before it happens so he visualizes that whole scenario before he even releases the ball and he he did all right like for those of you out there that Michael Jordan he is a Hugely successful. Arguably the best basketball player of all time. And he was very successful in basketball and he's been very successful in business. And he's very happy. And I think you can measure his success that way too. Um, so then tell tell people about it. One reason a lot of people's dreams never go anywhere is because you keep the dream to yourself. Make it real. Tell somebody. So if you have a dream out there to put a car into space and you don't tell anybody there's a good chance it's not going to happen. So tell somebody, say, listen, this is my big dream. I want to see, and we can talk about recycling. And somebody had a dream to start recycling. And it grew and grew and they told somebody and other people joined their cause and their belief and they supported them. And now we talk about recycling as a way of life. It's not even really an option anymore. People just do it, especially here in Canada, I know. Um then plan it. Plan for it. If you want, start with, okay, I want to put, I want to put a car into space. How am I going to do that? Then you plan for it. You say, well, we're going to need some engineering. We're going to need some, probably some, uh, extra support with engineers and we're going to need some help. Who can I talk to? And then work at it. Work towards it. Get people on side that will support you and, and can help you. Even if, and by support, I don't mean that if you're going to put somebody in space, you need a an aerospace engineer or some kind of engineering person or nuclear scientist, whatever. Yeah, you might need them, but you're also going to need people that support you, not the ones that tell you that you can't do it. Why are you doing that? Why are you wasting your time? That's never going to work. Those people are not supporting you. So if you have those people in your life, you can still keep them. Just don't share your dreams with them. Share them with the people who are going to support you. So that's how all these dreams... And people think they're being crazy in that, but I, after the break, I want to talk to you about somebody that we might all, all know. I, I know for sure our, all our friends in Florida and California know him or know of him and they all thought he was crazy. He had no talent, no imagination and he was very steadfast to his dreams. So we're going to talk about him. And then after you've planned it and you've worked it, enjoy it. You want to enjoy your successes along the way, Elon Musk didn't go from thinking, I want to put a car into space and the next day putting a car into space. There was a lot of time and a lot of thought, a lot of planning, a lot of discussion, a lot of tears, a lot of swear words, I'm sure, all in between when he thought it and when it happened. And that's okay because that's how it is. And those are not those are not failures. Those are just the the way it didn't work. Those are testing to see the way it didn't work to get to where you your dream is. So you've tried that way. Great success is the fact that I tried it. It didn't work. So I don't have to do it again. I know I can keep going in a different direction and try new things and, and get the help of other people. So that I think you have to remember is it doesn't go from I'm dreaming this and then tomorrow I'm doing it. We're going to plan it. We're going to focus on it. We're going to work at it. and But we're going to enjoy it along the way because after all, if you're working on a project to put a car into space, that's pretty cool. So you want to be thinking about that, right? So those are just some ideas on how we can get to our dreams and be successful. And some of these dreams don't have to be putting a car into space. It could just be something as simple as you want to learn how to golf. You know, you'd like to you'd like to be able to one day do a full 18 holes. It doesn't have to be you know, there's no particular score in mind. Your success could be just completing it or just completing a marathon. You know, you don't have to finish first, but for some people, the success is, I just want to be able to finish it. Or if you've been through a tragic um, accident and you're learning to walk again, your success could be just learning to walk again. And it doesn't have to be so grandiose and extraordinary that we make ourselves feel bad because we didn't come up with putting somebody into space. So we are up to our second break tonight. And you are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. And isn't that the greatest name for a network, the Inspired Choices Network? We all need to be inspired. When we return, we will continue to talk about success and how we choose to be successful and how we define it. We We will be right back.
0: Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator, Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookKeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about success, how we measure it, how we view it, how we look at ourselves in relation to success. And before we went to break, we were just talking about some ways that we can just get ourselves focused on our success and our dreams and and put some of those dreams into reality. And I also, before break, mentioned about somebody who I think is a phenomenal history uh uh person of history history and i'm just going to read to you a little bit about him and tell me if you can figure out who it is so he started off as a farm boy drawing cartoon pictures in his neighbors of his neighbor's horses for fun when he was older he tried to get a job as a newspaper cartoonist but was unable to find one and ended up working in an art studio where he created ads for newspapers and magazines eventually he grew to work on commercials became interested in animation and eventually opened up his own animation company. He was wildly successful and his animation company uh, with his company, but he wasn't satisfied. He was determined to make the biggest and greatest theme park ever seen. He once told a colleague that he wants it to look like nothing else in the world. And one of the biggest entertainment moguls of all time, with an unrelenting spirit and commitment to his vision, he is undoubtedly an entrepreneurial all star. And it should be noted that he got fired from the newspaper because he was told he had no imagination. So have you figured out who that awesome character in history is? And I think by any measure of success, we would put him on the list. And we have it in the chat room. It is Walt Disney. And Walt Disney started Disney, his theme park, out of the garage of his house. And He had this dream to have it look like nothing else the world has ever seen. And I think he certainly achieved that. And I know from studying him a little bit, um, when Epcot Center was made, there he had this vision of Epcot Center years. He had it this dream and he had it laid out years before he passed away. So he was not there to see it come to life, but he had it come to life in his mind. And I his brother, Roy, was at the opening of the Epcot Center. And I I can't remember the quote exactly, but it was something like this. And one of the reporters said, isn't that too bad your brother's not here to see it? And Roy said, you know, my dear boy, you've missed the whole point of this. Walt saw this years ago. So that is what a real vision of your dream is. And when I said dream big, but write it down, it's because if he had kept that in his head, we probably wouldn't have Epcot Center in uh, Florida because Walt Disney had it, he mapped it all out, and he saw this all in advance, and he was excited about it, and it was a dream of his, and he told people who could help him, and support him, and encourage him, and of course, the people that didn't think he did, had the ability, aren't the people that he he hung around, so those are some things that you want to keep in mind. I also, I'm a huge fan of this other one that I'm going to share with you, and it's about a woman, and Hugely, hugely successful. Huge, huge fan. Um, she's one of my favorites. And today she's estimated to have a net worth of roughly $1 billion. Um, the rumor has it she's also um, uh, president of a particular bank of hers that she set up. But uh, anyway, um, she was the first author to hit a $1 billion. She was on welfare when she wrote her first book. She was in an, uh, an abusive relationship and the only thing she left with was her child and her manuscript, everything else she walked away from. And she continued to believe that she had this something inside her that needed to come out. And this is her dream that she had to write these books. And she saw the whole thing in her mind and she put it on paper. She shared it with her sister, I believe. and proceeded to get turned down by many, many publishers and didn't want her book and said it was a dumb theme about a young wizard that nobody wanted to read about. And because she was a female and it was predominantly male that got published, she went with initials of JK, even though she has no middle name. She just used her mother's middle name, at her mother's initial K for Catherine, even though she had no middle name. And you will probably know her as JK Rawlings. And she was the creator and inventor and dreamer of Harry Potter. And even if you haven't seen Harry Potter movies, if you haven't read a Harry Potter book, or you haven't been to the Harry Potter theme park um, in Florida, you've heard of Harry Potter. At some point in time, you have come across that particular name. And either you like it or you don't like it, but you certainly probably know about it. And I think it's just so cool that somebody like that was at the absolute lowest level. She was on social assistance in the UK and she writes this great masterpiece because that was her dream and she didn't give up on it. And I look, and you look at her and you think, wow, was, at what point did you, when you were hearing the story about J.K. Rowling, did you think, oh, that's when she was successful. No, that's when she was successful or she was successful because she got out of a bad marriage. She was successful because she got custody of her daughter. She was successful because she kept her manuscript and stayed true to her dream. She was successful because she shared it with somebody that would support her or she was successful because a publisher picked her up. but was she successful was she not successful because she got turned down by a dozen or more publishers? no, I don't think so. I think that the right match just hadn't been met, and then she becomes this overnight success. Well, it took her years to get to be an overnight success. It took her years to go through the struggles she had and to put her dream on paper. And that's when Harry Potter came out. So I just think that's really, really cool. Um, There's another famous woman that I'm sure you'll have heard about. And her incredible success is all the more impressive considering her rough upbringing, which I'm sure most people know about. She was the daughter of an unmarried teen who worked as a housemaid. She grew up in extreme poverty. Her family was so poor that as a child, she was teased at school for wearing dresses made out of potato sacks. She also was the victim of sexual abuse at the hands of family members, which she discussed on TV viewer, sorry, discussed with TV viewers during a special episode of her show. Her first big break was her gig at the local black radio station. Station managers were impressed with her oration and passion leading her to work her way up the ranks to bigger radio stations, eventually resulting in her appearing on TV as well. And she, before that was fired uh, from a network. I believe she was the weather girl and she was fired because they didn't think that she had the TV presence. She actually was convinced by Robert Ebert to sign a deal that launched the Oprah Winfrey show. So, at what point was Oprah successful? Was it when she became a billionaire? Was it when she became the uh, owner of her own network, which she is now? Or when she got her own show, was she successful because she was able to leave an abusive life behind? Was she successful because she was able to talk about her abuse? Was she successful because she was able to land a, a job at the local black radio station? And that was a dream of hers. You know, when was she successful? And I just think these are all the things that when we outside look at people and we say, oh, here she is on TV and she's a billionaire. Oh, wow, what a success. But the the road that she traveled to get there is no different than any of us that are are thinking about our successes in our life because we go through a lot of stuff. (laughs) We have a lot of everybody has something to overcome, no matter how great your life was when you started out or how how disadvantaged it might have seemed. Everybody has stuff that they go through. And when you go through this stuff and you are able to come out a better person, isn't that success? And I look at that in my industry because it's really easy to measure success by dollars and cents. I can look and I can say, yep, you know, if we're just going to do it by dollars and cents, we can see the success. But then people miss out on the part of all the philanthropy because a lot of people give money away. And JK Rowling's, who we talked about earlier, um, who I'm a huge fan of, she has lost potentially lost her billion dollar, her billionaire status, because she's given away too much money to charity. Does that make her less successful? I would argue that makes her more successful because she's got less money. And I that's one of the reasons I am a huge, huge fan of that. I look at people like Warren Buffett, and Jeff Bezos, and uh, um, Jamie Dimon from JP Morgan. So Jeff Bezos is the founder of Amazon. And Warren Buffett is, uh, arguably one of the best investors of all time from, uh, Berkshire Hathaway and Jamie Dimon is from JP Morgan, uh, the president of JP Morgan. The three of them have announced that they're going together, multi-billionaires, access to tons of money. We can't even count that high. And they have decided rather than sit back and count their dollars, they are going to solve or help solve the problem of healthcare in the United States. And they've formed a company and they've named a, C- they just named a CEO last year or uh, sorry last week about it. And this is all coming together now. And I think, how cool is that to be able to have that kind of money and to be able to do that kind of dreaming for a country to be able to solve a health care problem so other people, so everybody can have access to health care. And I just think that's so very cool. And they've all been very generous. Um, Warren Buffett is famous for saying he's giving away his money, uh, giving away most of his money when he passes away. It's not just going to be going to his kids um, lots of philanthropy and helping other people. Um, his best friend, Bill Gates, who started Microsoft also done very well for himself financially. His whole mission in life has been, um, his foundation, him and his wife have started the Bill and Melinda Gates or yeah, Bill and Melinda Gates foundation and their whole, they have a certain mandate every year. There's certain projects that they take on and they have certain goals and, um, There's, you know, clean water is one for kids around the world. Um, What was it to eradicate um, smallpox? I think was the one they had last year. I forget right now, but um, just huge dreams that you take on and you think, wow, like that's just some people look and they're like, oh, it's crazy. It can't be done. And then other people are like, wow, I can't even think that big. And then you get people that just think, you know, let's just do it and let's try it and see what happens. What's, you know, we're going to help somebody if we help one person, it's worth it and i think that's success. Now, he's not making his foundation is all about giving money away. <laughs> is that successful? I think it's success. Um, he was in a position where he made a ton of money with Microsoft and now he's able to do all this great stuff with it and i think that's success. So, it's not about getting all this money and keeping it that makes you successful. I think it's what you do with it. So, i'm not telling everybody to go out and start giving your money away. <laughs> I'm saying make your plan, have a dream, make your life better make your family's life better make yourself uh, in the position where you are happy at the stage that you're at where you're present in your life and you enjoy everything that's happening you're not just always looking for the next thing I'm planning for the next trip planning for the next time that I get to go do a course I'm planning for it's always the next it's the next it's the next and you're never happy with where you are let's be happy where we are and enjoy our successes and really really be present in them So we are going to take our last break of the night and then I'm going to come back and I want to share with you one of my favorites on success. I have two favorite favorites and I'm going to share them both with you when we come back after the break. You are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're going to wrap up our discussion about success and how it's a choice that we get to make. We will be right
0: back. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program.
1: welcome back everyone i am kathy cook noble on the inspired choices network and today our show topic is about success before we went to break we were talking about uh different people and whether or not we consider them successful and at what point we consider them to be successful and the hardships that they've gone through and and what they've overcome and the life that they've the life they led that led them to their success that we see at the end of the day like people like walt disney we see his success in bricks and mortar and on a really cool theme park in Florida or California, or we see the success of JK Rowling's and her Harry Potter franchise that she built. And we think, wow, what a success. Isn't that cool? But all the things that happened to them throughout their life uh, really led them to that where we get to see the outside of their success, but all their successes along their way and the struggles that, that led them through to their successes. And before I went to break, I said there's there's two people I I really, um, I, well I'm a huge fan of J.K. Rowling as a as a person as an author I think she's just fantastic. Um, I'm more of a fan of hers as a person, and every time I see her in an interview, I like her more. Um, I was super excited I saw her once she was actually interviewed by Oprah, and I and I never, uh, for whatever reason, I never see Oprah, but um, I happened to see this, and she was asked, she said. Uh, Sometimes she gets, email, she gets emails or, or letters all the time with people asking her for money. And Oprah said, well, what do you do? And she said, well, sometimes I send it. And I thought, wow, isn't that just the coolest thing? Somebody asked you for money. I don't know them, but they seem to need to be in, in some kind of stress. And I just send it. Wouldn't that be cool? So she's a huge favorite of mine. I have two others that I want to share with you. And uh, this is a, one of the easy ways to... Um, really decide how you're going to do so People struggle a lot with decisions. If you're one of those people out there that you've ever struggled with making decisions, decision, I mean, have you ever thought, should I or shouldn't I? And what if I do? And what are people going to think? And how do I do that? And what if it fails? And and what's that going to look like? And you overwhelm yourself and sometimes give yourself an ulcer or gray hair or whatever the case is. My One of my favorites, so Jeff Bezos, I mentioned before, he was the founder, he is the founder of Amazon. Uh, a smart guy, <laughs> pretty smart guy. And he's one of these guys that he just, Took the path not taken, and you know, he left a very successful job as a uh, on Wall Street. As a matter of fact, he was an engineer and he was very successful working on Wall Street, had a great big, great big paying job. He was a finance uh, software engineer, and he told his boss that, uh, you know what, I think it'd be this internet thing is really going to be cool, and wouldn't it be neat if you could order books online? And his boss thought it was a great idea. And he said, but let somebody else do it because you've got a big paying job right now. Like, he's making big money. Remember, he's working on Wall Street back in the early 90s. And he, he said, this is how he makes his decision. Uh, the best way to think about what it is in a, with any project in his life is to go forward to age 80. And you make the decision that minimizes your regrets. He says, you don't want to be cataloging your regrets when you're 80. So he pictures talking to his 80-year-old self and his 80 year old self says, do I, will I regret doing this or not doing this? And if the answer is I regret not doing it, then you do it. Because he said, you're not going to get to the end of your life and count all, he doesn't want to count all his regrets. So he says it becomes immediately obvious to him that if it, when he, that he should leave his job and start Amazon. And he said, if it failed, I would be very proud when I was 80 that I tried. Um, I think he's probably pretty happy that, the way it went because he's been pretty successful. He just passed his net worth. is just over a hundred billion with a B a hundred billion dollars. And he's become the richest man in the world. So he's been doing okay. And that's as simple as it is. He asks his 80 year old self, if it's something he should do. And I think, well, isn't that the coolest? So that's, one of the things that I've adopted actually. So I think, you know what, why make things life complicated? Am I going to regret this or am I not going to regret this when I'm eighty? The other one that I would encourage anybody to look up is Coach John Wooden. And he talks about leadership and success. And he is um just a really, really cool guy. Uh he was a coach and his definition of success is success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self satisfaction and knowing you made the effort to become the best of which you are capable. And one of my favorite stories about him is that he was given a, uh, seven creeds from his father when he was in grade school and he carried it around with him every day of his life and he read it every day and he carried it in his wallet and it was this simple. the The seven creeds for Coach John Wooden was one, be true to yourself. Two, make each day your masterpiece. Three, help others. Four, drink deeply from good books, especially the Bible five, make friendship a fine art, six, build a shelter against a rainy day, and seven, pray for guidance and give thanks for your blessing every day. Now, I know that we mentioned the Bible in there, and you can replace that with whatever word you want, but the gist of it is to always be um, advancing your mind and learning and and increasing your knowledge. But the seven creeds, I think, are, are simple, and we can all do them, and to me, that makes it very successful. So, I hope tonight we were able to get you thinking about what success is and what success looks to you looks like to you and where you want to see yourself and what will be successful for you and make sure that you ask yourself am I celebrating my successes along the way or am I just sacrificing and waiting for that four years to be up so I can walk across the stage and get my five seconds of fame, and that's the success that I'm going to celebrate Instead of su- and celebrating it every step along the way and all the other things that are happening. You ha- everyone has a birthday every year. That's a success. Um, we're celebrating a uh, big milestone birthdays this year in our family. Um, all the kids and my husband all have milestone birthdays, so we're having a big party uh, this weekend because we're going to ce- celebrate that success and enjoy having time with our friends and family and i think it's important that we really need to look at success and i just thought you know what tonight let's talk about it because usually from financial advisors or from bookkeepers or from accountants or uh from numbers people in general we talk about money and and for sure we're going to be talking about money again and, and lots more of it and how to do it and keep it and and use it and spend it and make it work for you and that's all great and wonderful stuff because we need money to make these um philanthropy moves that some of these big uh people like bill gates are doing but i just thought you know it's really cool if we start to really look at what is success and how we can be successful in our own life and in our own world so there's always stuff that we can do read a book that motivates you and keep yourself around people that i mean i know we've all heard that um you know you are the product of the five people that you hang around with the most. I know we've all heard that to some varying degrees, but surround yourself with people who are like-minded and that will encourage you. doesn't mean you have to get rid of everybody in your life. It just means that you really need to keep yourself immersed with people like-minded. So if you're in a group or you're in a um, any kind of business group or a social setting or anything like that, just make sure you're with people who are willing to listen to your dreams and support you on your dreams and and ask you questions about how you're doing and and keep you on track for it because really that's really all we want to do is to be successful with our families. So we are going to, I just want to close out with a couple of quotes from Muhammad Ali because he's an awful lot of fun and he was very successful. And he said, what, you, what you're thinking is what you're becoming. And he who is not courageous enough to take the risk will accomplish nothing in life. And he said, um, I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit, suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. So he had some great quotes. So I wish you all the success and we'll see you next week on the Inspired Choices Network.
0: Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.